Hey, this is Diana, the Bard of Hudson. What the heck does that mean? A bard is just a storyteller. So here I am to share stories with you. What was it like growing up in the 60s and 70s? Did I really meet Bob Marley on an airplane? I hope you enjoy listening to my crazy life and that it inspires you to share your stories in some way. One great way to share your thoughts with me is through my Patreon page at patreon.com slash Diana the Bard. There you can see the photos and written materials that enrich my stories with visuals. Please check it out. And wherever you're listening, please rate and review and share the podcast. I'd love to hear what you think. At the end of the day, human connection is all we have. Enjoy. Hello. Welcome back. Thank you for joining me today. And I thought I'd just do a whole episode about all of those funny, silly things that you discover about a small human when they're in their first year and they're just learning how to approach the world through all of their five senses. It's so fascinating because with each experiment, you discover some connection, I think, some genetic connection to mom or dad and then how this new third person in the trio is a melding of those two things. So little weird things like my friend Kathy tried to give Savannah an anisette cookie and Savannah was like cookie yeah and took it and took a bite and then had that reaction that Tom Hanks has in Big when he eats caviar where he's like ah and trying to get it off his tongue as fast as possible, scraping. Oh my God, that was the most disgusting thing I ever had. (laughs) So she did that, and that was really funny. We started to see her having different moods and stuff. There was a period where she spent a long time, four or five days, just grunting really loud, like, like the world is really bringing me down and it just makes me mad. So, you know, maybe there was a bit of mom's temper in there. She loved the animals all the time. I forgot to mention that we still had Snafu, the crazy cat that we had with Max. So Max and Snafu were a constant team. We eventually found another home for Spike who was the little puppy that we had gotten for the greens because she was a holy terror. She chewed the whole bottom stair of our house, of of the staircase that went upstairs. It was nuts. Like we came down one morning and there were wood shavings everywhere and she had just eaten one whole corner of a stair. So I was like, okay, I cannot do infant and this dog at the same time. So we found another home for her. So it was Max and Snafu back again, just the duo. And Savannah loved them. She would look for them in every room, like, where are they? Where are they? She was starting to speak in the fall, and she said, ma, 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 but I don't think she knew it meant me. But Dave, of course, was like, oh, man, she says mom. So he would spend all weekend going, dada, dada. <laughs> I would just crack up like, okay, sure. Teach her some words. Yep. We took Savannah back to Block Island for a weekend at one point so that we could be, We I think we celebrated our anniversary there with her. Show her where her mom and dad were married. Take her to the edge of the bluff and look at the sea. It was too cold to swim, but it was beautiful. 
she was sleeping for like 11 or 12 hours at night, which was really awesome at that point. And I was the envy of a bunch of the other moms. So at this point, we were collecting around us other young parents as as young parents do. They get together. And so we had a whole group of people, Nina and Dale, who had sold us the house and who had children who were a little bit older than Savannah. And then we had Milbury, who had two girls, one of whom was just about Savannah's age, little Bree and Adelaide, who was older. And so it was nice to have, you know, this little collection of children that Savannah could start associating with, even though she was so, so tiny. But she loved looking at kids because it was like, oh, miniature human. Oh my God. Wow. Cool. You're not like towering above me way up over there. And Adelaide, who was two and stuff, well, three maybe at that point, she loved trying to teach Savannah things and lift her up to her feet, which made me a little nervous because I'm like, you're not strong enough to do that. But Savannah had not learned to crawl yet by the fall. We kept trying to put her on her stomach and she would just sort of do this swimming thing. But she was starting to stand, which was funny. So, you know, she's doing things in the wrong order, but that's okay. We were all working on it. For Thanksgiving, we went down to Charlotte again and spent that time with the Greens. And she sat in a high chair and she got to taste a little bit of everything from the feast. She hated mashed potatoes. Maybe it was the texture. I don't know, but it seems like baby food texture. So it should have been familiar. One thing she discovered that she loved was beer. Okay, bad parenting alert. (laughs) But she could recognize beer bottles even if they looked like soda bottles. She was like, that's me, 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 me. I want it. I want it. And she would reach for them and people would crack up. So they're like, okay, you know, and they'd give her a little sip and she was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I love it. I love it. Give it to me. (laughs) At Christmas time when we put up the tree... She was fascinated. Oh my God, you're bringing the outside inside. That's so cool. And she loved the lights. And I decorated this part next to the couch with all kinds of things that she could just pull off if she wanted to. It was kind of like how you decorate when you have cats. (laughs) There are sections that you just assume are going to be devastated. So she would sit propped up in the corner of the couch and just pull all the things off the tree especially we had these long strings of wooden balls that looked like cranberries and she loved those and she would just wrap them around herself somehow and she'd end up completely swaddled in cranberries it was so cute and we took an adorable picture for our Christmas card that year because I was still doing some photography now and again portraits of people and what And so I took a picture of Savannah in a little red sleigh with strings attached to both Max and Melimaki, my mom's weird dog, who were fast friends and they would have playdates, puppy playdates all the time. And I hitched the two of them up as if they were in a sleigh because they were both very well behaved and they would sit. And I put those little reindeer horns things that are like headbands onto their heads and they both look well Max is much more tolerant but Melimaki looks like in the picture like I'm punishing her terribly and she's been a very bad girl and so she's all sort of hunched (laughs) with those things on but the two of them look ridiculous and Savannah's in a little red and white outfit so it's like tiny Santa in her tiny sleigh it was very silly yes I was just having a great old time dressing up my kid and you know making her funny 
So as Savannah was learning how to talk, she definitely said the word tree. Tea, tea. And she would point at anything and everything and say, that, that, that. Give me this thing. Give me this thing. She finally learned to crawl right around Christmas time. And once she mastered that, it was just steps away from dancing because on her hands and knees whenever you played music she would just shake her booty like yay dancing to the music it was so cute so cute at this point pat was most definitely pregnant and had come through her first trimester and at first what they discovered was that she was pregnant with triplets but then soon after by the next ultrasound or something like that one of those triplets had faded away and she'd had some spotting and was very nervous about oh my god oh my god I'm gonna lose the baby but it wasn't that at all it was just that one of them spontaneously aborted so she ended up with twins which was also not what they were expecting but There she was, getting her head around that idea that, oh my God, we're going to have twins. Holy cow. We were following that progress as well as Savannah developing. And by Savannah's first birthday in February of 1990, Pat was really becoming quite enormously pregnant. And that was exciting. And Savannah's first birthday was a delight. We had quite a birthday bash with a whole lot of new friends that had come over. My brother just loved his little niece and he, you know, he loved the whole idea that she drank beer. He thought that was hilarious, but he doted on her and was so cute with her. My dear friend Annie was there and, uh, you know, we were keeping in touch with all of those lovely old friends. Mary was there as well. So we had quite a bash. My grandmother was there. Dave's mom had come up for the party. And my grandmother's older sister, Mary, and her husband, Uncle Lou, were still around and very much involved in our lives. So we had a lot of family around us. And that was a beautiful event. I had made a cake to share with everybody, cupcakes for the little kids. And then also one special cake that was just for Savannah with purple icing on it and one candle in it. And I remember I was holding her as Dave brought the cake closer to her and we wanted to see what would she do with this. And she used to love to pat things that looked like they were soft and she'd just slap her hand down on them. So she reached out to pat the cake And she got a big handful of icing and she looked at her hand like, oh my God, that's disgusting. (laughs) She reached out her hand like, can you do something about this? It's gross. (laughs) And we were trying to convince her that if she licked it, it would be really yummy. And she was like, oh, gross, disgusting, please. So we had to wash off her hand first and then just give her a little piece of the cake inside because she was not convinced that icing was anything she wanted to know anything about. So (laughs) that was really cute and fun. So... That's baby's first year, and uh, I felt like, oh, we should have just some little fun and some lightheartedness. It was just a joy to watch her growing, and still is. 
even at uh, 30 plus, she is learning new things all the time. And I am fascinated by her and so grateful for our relationship. Thank you for sharing in it. And I'll see you next time. Want to make some juicy passive income but don't know where to start? You need to check out Girls Trade 2. Girls Trade 2 is an online community of women learning to trade in the stock market so they can boost their savings and get off that dang hamster wheel of work, work, work. So if you want some help figuring out the stock market, check out a free web class at girlstrade2.com. Thanks for listening. If you'd like to connect, you can find me on Instagram at Diana the Bard or on Facebook at Diana Green. And check out my Patreon page at patreon.com slash Diana the Bard for photos and other fun additions. And if you're enjoying the podcast, please subscribe, share, rate, and review wherever you're listening. It makes a world of difference and helps others to find the show. I'd really appreciate it. Thanks so much. Bye.